2: PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including Nexgard, Simparica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of pet meds, dog food, and other high quality supplies. <laughs> So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code Podcast to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's Petmeds.com and promo code Podcast.
1: <laughs> Tyler Bass will try a 44-yard field goal to tie. The wind it is back. The snap is good. The ball put down, the kick is Ooh. up, and no good! Wide right! Wide right! The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right, jubilation for the Chiefs sideline. One forty-three to go.
2: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Harlan
0: with the call on Westwood One yesterday. I mean, uh, t- Tyler, Bass. I love
1: Harlan. God, his he's, voice is just so good. It's he's just the like- best. Yeah. He's the
0: best, him and, him and I and Eagle. Uh, friends of the show now, uh, we also yeah. have the uh, the Jim Nance call, I believe. Jake, do we have that? And if so, I'd love for you to play it, please. We can get both, both the television and the radio calls from yesterday. I thought both were magnificent. Jake, if we have it, please play it. The Jim Nance call.
1: Sean McDermott, after his one-for-three performance last week, he has tremendous support in the building. If he <laughs> has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards pass to make it wide right
0: the, who cuts this stuff and not the next, who, word,
1: cut again? The
0: next word again there nobody goes and he says like like the like 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 the, the, the two words that buffalo hates like i yeah. want to know like who's who's working for us that like that cuts this like this god
1: brutal he, yeah he anyway. was on it right away he was all, he was all over it right away yeah.
0: jeez anyway uh next Amazing call from Jim Nance yesterday. Immediately goes wide right. The two were like the words that Buffalo hates, so he was on it immediately. Kevin yeah. Harlan, Otter, also with the wide right. It's just also like as soon as Buffalo settles for that kick, you lose. And, Ken, I, I tweeted this during the game yesterday. Like Bass on a couple of the of the early kicks, like the short kicks and the extra yeah. points, he almost missed all of them. And I I wrote this on Twitter. I was texting like our like my, our buddy, some of our buddies from CBS, Pete Prisco, etc. Like Bass is going to miss this kick. Like they got to get really close for me to feel confident. I I was not surprised in the least that he missed based on sure. the, the kicks earlier in the game. So just an absolute abject disaster for the Buffalo Bills, and uh, once again jubilation for Patrick Mahomes, Ken, and the Kansas City Chiefs
1: yeah absolutely um cat i mean i don't we, why don't we talk about the telecast real quick just so we don't we don't end up having to do it later because I, I think it's important you you said something off the air uh about nance's call and i'll i'll start with this too We're, we'll do actually we probably won't talk about lions bucks really that much to be honest even though like kind of a just a, a fun game not a smart game but a fun game <laughs> just in terms of how it played out i I thought the Fox Telecast did a much better. Like I I did not really like their performance in the Cowboys Packers game last week. Um and uh at, or sorry, not the Fox Telecast, uh, the NBC Telecast. I I thought they were really good. I thought Fox was really good the night before. I thought see, like it's like everybody everybody that I was kind of like you know in the first weekend, I was like ah like that was okay. That was all right, whatever. I thought everybody kind of killed it. So I just, I was like, I had meant to kind of give Fox a shout out at some point during the show. Like, I just was like really hard on Burkhardt and Olsen and that whole crew. And, and like with the, like they, they did what was going to be the most epic game of the weekend until the game happened yesterday. But Nance, to your point, like kind of like frame, like how you felt about that telecast yesterday.
0: Uh, I thought it was Nance's best call in, I don't know, years and that's not to say that Jim Nance isn't like always good because he is. He's always good. He's a living legend, a broadcasting legend. He was so on the ball yesterday. It was it was crazy, and it culminated, of course, with that call. Immediately call like the the drawback to uh, the call back to yeah. January twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. Scott Norwood wide right from forty seven in Super Bowl twenty five against my New York Football Giants. And it wasn't just Nance who was so great yesterday and absolutely rose to the occasion. I thought Tracy Wolfson was terrific. On the sideline for the CBS broadcast, and look, uh, me, other people, Ken, you, the person watching and listening. I think Tony Romo at points has kind of gotten under all of our collective skin at moments, right? Where he's a little, he's a little too out there. Like, oh, I'm not sure. It's like, well, you can yeah. paid seventeen million dollars to goofy. tell us, like, yeah. like tell us. Uh, I, I think I hate this expression. I, I think we got to give Tony Romo his flowers a little bit. I, I I hate, I can't believe I said that. I hate that. It turns my stomach. Yeah. But he was, yeah. he can, he was, he was exceptional yesterday. And even if you are a big Romo hater, like, what's the criticism of Romo from yesterday's game? I thought that was A++ yesterday from CBS. They were absolutely terrific.
1: My my favorite thing, though, is, like, Nance's great. Romo's great. Sideline reporting was really good. They just, they just the idea of Jay Feely being a part of his delicat <laughs> he is just was
0: like... and he was he was at least inoffensive yesterday yeah. i
1: thought He's fine. Like it's 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 all fine. And Sarator
0: like, was fine, like he didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, but you're just like, too what much. Is was this? okay.
1: Like what is this supposed to be? <laughs> like what like what I don't understand. Like, does anybody care? Does anybody get anything from this? At least like a former official, you'll have a controversial call in the game. I mean, it just like the game was decided by a missed field goal, and I still don't care that he was a part of it.
0: <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I like, don't, we just care don't need at all. him. Like, here's it's a special just, team's extra It's very cares. superfluous.
1: Yeah. It's just like, let's have an extra person who kicked. It was just, it was pretty bizarre. But yeah, just telecast was great. And you and I always talk about this when we, you know, we probably care too much about the telecast. But when we talk about the telecast of a big game, especially, like, it does, it, it makes a difference. Like, the fact that they killed it in that game made the game better, made it more enjoyable, made it more memorable. Uh, we'll remember that call of that play from Nance for sure. I think we have the full call now. We could play it if we want. But just like, they added to it and yeah it just like the shared experience of those games is just really cool i know you say like you you like to go on social media a lot during these games i ended up coming on like after everybody was asleep and like i'm on the couch in the fourth quarter i was like all right let's see what everybody's talking about um it's just yeah it's just different it's always cool to have something like that and it's you know, we only have a few of those a year only a couple sometimes one and maybe we'll have one with raven's chiefs next sunday but uh but yeah when you have it it's just uh it's such a cool experience
0: all right, so we got the full call here from Jim Nance on CBS the, uh, of the Bass Miss Field Goal. Jake, uh, roll it for us, please.
1: He has tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 <laughs> yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide, right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo have surfaced again. Like what never, an unbelievable man. stand. Kansas City really did stand up and make it very difficult on every three plays sure. to make it. it Buffalo again. just didn't have anything easy, no big plays. And to me, the pressure of that
0: moment, it's just so intense, Jim. It's not over here right now. No, Kansas City it, is, it's, yep. it's, definitely not, it's not now. over yet. Yeah. Or, or, like, or like it definitely was over. Okay, we're good. Or was um, like,
1: yeah. I think the game was not and, technically and,
0: over, but and 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 to Romo's point, you know, and you better you better hear with Nick and Ken, just like add, like what actually happened in the game. And I thought Romo did Ken Ken did such a great job of like hammering this home during the game. Why he was worried for Kansas City was yeah. that Buffalo was just pushing was them around, like like yeah. pushing them around in the run game, and it almost like it reached a point where, and I'm like, I'm not there on the sideline to know what happened, but it almost feels like they had this collective moment where they said. Like, no more. Like, that's it. Like, almost like Gandalf and Lord of the Rings. Like, you shall not pass. Like, this ain't happening anymore. Chris Jones put and the, the staff
1: down. He did, kind of, right? Yeah,
0: and uh, sure. and they, Buffalo went from running from, for, like, 19 yards per carry where they get, like, one or two yards on first down. And it's just second. They're living in second and eight and third and long for the remainder of the game. And, Ken, I think that's, like, the hallmark of a great defense. Like, yeah, they kind of got handled a little bit early in the game for three quarters by Buffalo. And then when it really mattered the most – They stood up and they played really well, including on like the Josh Allen throw to Shakir. That would have been a touchdown to put the Bills ahead. And Chris Jones literally pushes Deion Dawkins back into Josh Allen and interrupts the throw of the game. So it's like, here's the defense steps up in the moment when you need them to. And that's kind of like a big part of the equation for the Chiefs. And on the flip side, the Hall of Fame quarterback, the Hall of Fame tight end, just like get the job done all game long. And now Kansas City, a six straight AFC championship game
1: just uh i felt like the game was just like defined by especially like the first half like ruthless offensive efficiency like just and they they did it in completely different ways and i know the the final numbers from the game like from a yards per play standpoint which i know everyone's like kind of hyper focused on today like the chiefs outgained them significantly in yards per play part of that is what you're talking about the idea that kansas city's defense eventually started making plays but part of it also was sort of like by design right like that we saw we actually had i felt like so many things that we had guests on our show say this week like proved to be accurate looking ahead just in terms of kind of like how explosive the chiefs offense looks now versus how it looked previously and how balanced it is and how they're able to generate explosive plays I, i boomer esiason said this in the post game show and i i was gonna i was like yelling at the tv that he couldn't have been right and then he was right you know the bills had zero explosive plays in that game yesterday had no play over 20 yards he says this after the game and i didn't i wasn't like i didn't have the box score up during the game or whatever but like i i'm picturing the game in my head and i go no 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 like they had to have like a run or something that was like more than because i'm picturing these runs for like 9 10 12 yards never had a play over 20 yards the chiefs i think had eight of them something like that seven or eight and it was just, they were doing it in different ways, though. Like, I, I do feel like if you just use the yards per play, you're, like, not getting the idea of what the game was about. Like, the Bills were running it ruthlessly and effectively, but they were only doing it in six, seven, or eight-yard gains, and they were taking a ton of— I mean, they had the ball the whole first half, basically. Like, so, yeah, yards per play, that's not going to look great. Also, the Chiefs defense was on the field the whole half. Like it worked, like it was successful. So it's not like, oh, you know, yards per play, like they lost big time. Like, oh, okay, that's not really what it was about. And the, the Chiefs were like also ruthlessly efficient, but they were, it was quick strike offense. Mahomes was excellent in the game. Uh, Pacheco with big plays, Valdez scaling. It's, isn't it so funny? Just the things that we all hated about the Chiefs all year. Plenty of things to like about the Chiefs. Things we hated about the Chiefs all year. Yeah, commit a lot of penalties. Their receivers catch passes in big spots. Don't catch passes in big spots. They drop the ball. None of that happened yesterday. None of it. Wait, did did I wouldn't even know Jawan Taylor played. He didn't have a penalty called on him in the game yesterday. How is that possible in Buffalo? Valdez Scanlon making contested catches down the field. I mean, this is like bizarro world for what the Chiefs were the first part of the year that happened too. So just ruthless offensive efficiency from both teams in different ways. And then sort of eventually that, five yards at a time, seven yards at a time strategy by the Bills. Okay, all when you do that, all you kinda you get stuffed one time on a first down. You get a play for a loss one time on a second down. Now now you're behind the chains. Now it doesn't work so well anymore. Whereas with Mahomes and the Chiefs, obviously they were able to do things a little differently.
0: And like I guess we can maybe put like the Buffalo part of this to rest after this. Cause you know like they're they're done. Like they're not playing next week and the Chiefs are
1: against the Baltimore Ravens. If we want to do it here, like, do you, do you think they should, do you think they should have a new coach next year? And I want you to say Uh, what you were going to say too. Sorry. One
0: hundred percent, not 99%, a hundred percent, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Like there's, I, there was, there's this article. I was, I remember somebody sent this to me the other day. We had talked about it a long time ago. There was an article published in 538, which is like a, a now defunct website, like seven years ago about the relationship between coach and quarterback pairings. And how, when they get past a certain like expiration date, they never end up making the Super Bowl and they never end up winning the Super Bowl. Basically, like if you're together as a coach and a quarterback for more than a couple years, even even like a couple years, and it doesn't work, you don't get to the game, you don't win the game, the game being the Super Bowl, then it's actually time to break up already at that point. Like if it's not going to be a thing, you got to know it's not going to be a thing and you got to abandon ship on one guy or the other or both. And history is just. It's a hundred percent with this stuff. Like you don't just stay together for a while. And then magically it just happens in year six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. And teams usually don't have that much patience either. They get rid of one guy or the other. um, If you have that much failure at that long. So like, this is, if they keep McDermott, this is year seven of him and Allen together. If they, if he's the coach again next year, there is no remote historical precedent. For a coach quarterback pairing that's just allowed to stay around like this and they just end up making the game or they end up like Reed McNabb is the only one in history where it's like, well, they kept knocking on the door and they kept knocking on the door and they made they at least made the Super Bowl. That was year six and then they lost to the Patriots, but like that's and that's it and they lost the game. Like, there's just nothing historically it about It also made this, a like,
0: billion championship games. Buffalo's made yes, one.
1: Way more success. Way more success. And that's why they were allowed to keep playing, right? Because they had actually gotten really close to the game. So it's not that, like, you can't win when you do this. Just that usually, and it should have happened already probably, but usually when you get around this time, it's like, let's try something different. And who? And by the way, Coach Quarter, Cor- who do you think they're going to pick in that equation that they want to keep you pick? for a while? So just, you know. It just—it's really interesting. Like, there's nothing predictive about that pairing idea, but it is like it's throughout the entire history of the league with zero warts, with zero exceptions. And if they bring them back next year, sorry, like I'm never betting them—they're not going to win.
0: That I, I couldn't agree more. And this team's got big time. You know, it's so funny because it's like the same conversation we had last off season. And Allen's so good. That he kind of like single handedly drags this team to the postseason into the second round. This team's got major personnel issues, also, both on the defensive side of the ball and then on offense. You see where this Jenga tower comes crashing down when Dave Davis isn't playing in the game. And it's
1: not like well, Jerry Rice done. is out. I mean, Diggs the, drops the pass like he's—that's his last game as a Bill. There's no question. I'm,
0: yeah. I'm I'm way good on Stephon Diggs. I'm good on yeah. Stephon Diggs and and the diva attitude. I think and the I think he's way good on
1: the Bills. So I think you got. You I'm sure to he is. There. Also, <laughs> like
0: like and you know, I, I feel I know that Allen has become a lightning rod, and people are like, oh, Josh. Everyone defends Josh Allen. Like he's not yeah, as good as awesome. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so the Bills. The Bills did not lose to the Chiefs a couple years ago because of Josh Allen. They lost because of their idiot head coach, Sean McDermott. They didn't lose yesterday to Kansas City because of Josh Allen. They lost because the defense couldn't get a stop and because of their idiot head coach. By the way, how about that fake punt call to DeMar DeMar Hamlin? Can Baker Mayfield get Comeback Player of the Year retroactively for that horse bleep call? God! More on the other side, and we'll get into the Lions' win over the Bucks. Nick and Ken just getting started on a Monday. You better, you bet